welcome back everyone with what's been a crazy off season since the last time we all spoke or whatever how you want to call it um, yeah it's it's been active to say the least so a lot of movement what's that mean for fantasy taking a look into some of the moves jay and i are going to go over those but uh first we want to thank you guys for joining us in what we want to call season two of our show because now is the i guess the first leaf of this off season yeah it's it was our first off season from recording and, and such for our show and what a time to be alive right now right oh my god with this coronavirus stuff it is crazy everyone is in pandemic you and Not i sports. are about six feet away from one another so we promise that's that's just the Maybe. world we live in right now right <laughs> behind the mask now um <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> new series behind the uh, <laughs> no, so hopefully we're going to be bringing some uh, YouTube opportunities in the future. That's kind of what we're aiming for. But again, that's looking ahead. Uh, maybe doing a little bit more interactive. We just now finally got onto Anchor. Um, so that's an app that allows you Thank to goodness. distribute you know, through more channels. So for you guys who don't necessarily have Apple or Spotify or SoundCloud, now we have a lot more platforms where you can get access to our episodes and actually respond back to the questions we have through anchor so we do recommend like getting the podcast. anchor map anchor app but if for some reason you can't and you have another app then you'll be able to find us on that app and if for some reason you still can't let us know because we can just manually do it through that app yeah if you, so. if, if you can't find us it's crazy because now we're on like 10 so it's really right it's it's gonna help Big, like I said, big kicker was Google Podcast. We got that right. question a lot, so now we're on there. So I just I love Anchor. Right. So oh. shout out to Anchor, but not like, a sponsor. Like we talked about, um, off season a lot of moves. We do want to focus just this episode on the fantasy aspect of those moves because let's face it, a lot of moves were made, but not all of them are so fantasy related. A, a lot of shocking deals, right? That so went down. I guess I guess we'll just. Start oh. there. So with the most oh. shocking one, Justin, go ahead. Oh my goodness! This involves your this and game. what is being called one of the worst trades. But seriously, though, one of probably definitely one of the one most of <laughs> one of the most lopsided trades. I think it's I have, the most. I mean, I don't. Yeah, we've ever seen. So basically, Houston Texans acquired running back David Johnson from the Arizona Cardinals to go along with a 2020 second round pick and a 20. 21 fourth round pick insane and then they are sending to arizona back a 2020 fourth round pick oh and also you know this man an all pro wide receiver deandre hopkins yeah i i don't get it i mean i we've had time to read about it and hear bill o'brien's aspect and all that and even after I don't get it. Other than it's just money. That's and, the only and, thing and that, that is my next point. To like put the cherry on top, the they're out. taking the whole contract on from David Johnson's horrible, horrible contract. But apparently they're scared off by a number that Hopkins gave them because he, with two years left, he wanted the he wanted a raise. Apparently but he wants eighteen to twenty million. How can, you take, a, how can a you take on David Johnson's? And, and, I like, what? Trust me, I. Just I, it, it's unless that still, second round pick is so desperate. I mean, I know he's still trying. Surreal but, to me. God. it really is. I don't. My only explanation is it's literally Bill O'Brien. He's an offspring of uh, Bill Belichick, and you know Bill Belichick literally does not put up with that crap. 
So I don't know if he tried to pull a bill impression and be like, oh yeah, you want this amount of money with three years left on your current deal? We're getting you out of here. And I don't care what we get back. They got a, they got a running back that was arguably going to be cut in the offseason. And yet right. you traded a pick in an all-pro wide... I, I, for, for a second round and... For an RB3. Yeah, I, I mean, know. let's I be know. as a Cardinal fan. I love David Johnson, but watching him on the field, it was like he was running in mud the whole year. Like he couldn't move. So I again, Bill O'Brien. I so hmm. so from the fantasy perspective of Hopkins, is this increasing or decreasing or just kind of stagnant as for I want to say we can see now. And that's a very good question. I will say, just right off the top of my head, I would say stagnant. I think he won't go down for sure, but I, I don't want to say he's going it, to. this lifts him up because Deshaun Watson is really, really good. Right, and that's... But, so, to go to Kyler, who's the second year, he looked great his rookie year. He, he did. He's not Watson, so I don't know. I don't know. In this right. offense, though, potentially... I mean, he, he there's definitely upside for sure from his stagnant position, but even that stagnant position, he's still going to be a great one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't have to go decrease here, and the you only think, reason yeah. why is just it, again, and I preach volume. That's all I ever preach. Do I think he's going to do better this year than he did last year? Because the fantasy last year he had just didn't seem like Hopkins. He could have just had so much more, but he really didn't. Is he going to see 150, 160 targets? I just, I just don't know. I mean, you I don't got, think this offense is built like, for that because I mean, Houston didn't have a running game. No, they didn't. So I mean, they had Arizona somewhat has of somewhat year. of a running game. I know Kenyon Drake's not. Yeah. It's a, it's it's, it's tough, tough it's but tough. I I feel like obviously I think it's a decline. But and again, it's it's small, but it's there because it there's no way he's getting that many targets. No. With all the receivers they have in Arizona. No, because the Larry Fitzgerald's still there. Right. Um, Christian Kirk Christian is there. Kirk. And then the, you have still a possibility of them drafting one, drafting a wide receiver, I should say, in the NFL draft. Right. So if they did that, I mean, yeah, I mean, his, his value does go down, like you said, because of the volume alone right there. I mean, especially right. in PPR leagues, I mean – He's going to drop a lot. Standard leaks. I mean, he'll hit. I, standard, he'll still get his touchdowns. Yeah, standard. He'll be all right. He won't. But, um, yeah. I mean, you you can't argue the fact of yeah his. I mean, his it'll go down. Target rates will yeah. go down. So. And then David Johnson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um. <laughs> again, I mean, we're going to go from it from the standpoint of do I think he can finish better than he did last year? Yes. And, and I say that because Houston, regardless if he's stuck in mud, they're going to use him because they don't really have – I mean, mind you, they have Will Fuller. And like, credit to what you said, Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. If they went and grabbed a receiver in the upcoming NFL draft, you know, things could change. Do rookie, rece- rookie receivers ever really come in and change an offense completely? No. Um, so will he help? Absolutely. But I, I, can, I, I do think David Johnson will – have a better season but in the long run is this helping his fantasy value no no in a ppr he's nothing more than a, like i mean maybe a still, flex he could still catch the a, ball out of a the mid, mid rb2 okay so if you're asking I, uh he's definitely an rb2 i he's an rb2 i don't i don't want to would you that. put him any higher than that no that's what i'm saying absolutely not but would you put him as low to like a flex would he be like a number one flex if you had him in your flex position in a PPR league, he, would you be upset? He, no, no, 
No, it, you thought it, about it. Because so now that I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Would you be happy with it. him at RB two? No. Right I now, wouldn't. as it stands right now, as it stands right now, I would not. So he's not RB two. Or are you just saying the R- the running backs are just that? No, bad? you're right. I I feel like that's just somewhat of the bias in me because I'm a Cardinal fan and I don't want to wish him ill will. Or I don't want to. I I feel bad even talking bad about him. But. I mean, depending on what. How many? But how many people are in your league? If you play a twelve-man league as it stands right now, where the experts, quote unquote, experts no. have him ranked, they have him at twenty-five. So he is number one flex as far as he yeah. he barely He's misses the cut. Just outside RB two. Yep. And right in front of Philip Lindsay, who just you know what you could do worse. I mean, it's he's an RB. He's he's obviously the RB one on his team. So. He's going to have his opportunity. That's why when I say I have to see it, but it sucks because I'm not going to be able to see it before I have to draft him. Right. So it's it's a huge chance. It's huge it's risk. just one of those risk. It's yeah. one of those risk uh, draft picks, right. period. It, it could definitely work out in your favor or it will literally bite you in the ass. So moving on to the next one, Tom Brady, uh, free agency, moved over to Tampa Bay. Um, fancy value. What are we thinking? A lot better than last year. Um, is he a top 12 quarterback in fantasy? No. No. Absolutely not. Top 15? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. I say maybe still. I say yes. When's he had weapons like this? <laughs> Since Randy Moss, maybe? I know. No. It, Julian Edelman and the only thing Gronk, is the O-line is subject, and they don't have a running game at all, which New England secretly always have a running game. is. They're able to move the ball. Well, especially on the ground, this so. late in Brady's career, he needs a running game more right. than he's so, ever needed one. I think so that might hurt him. But if they're forced to pass, dude, he okay. He can still if he, if he had it, the number. But, yeah, I mean, if he had the attempts that Winston had, I think he would have been on track uh, to be a top ten quarterback. Oh, in for sure. So and the fact is, or the question is, would he? Be yeah, in that could position? he hold up to? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. So I. <sighs> I don't know. Your it's, choice, it's yeah. If, if you think he can handle that workload that Winston did with that, ima- then with he's that amount of attempts, then he's easily top 12. He's a, yeah, he's easily, he's top, easily 10. Top, yeah. top 10 for me. Yeah. Because of because he has Evans yeah. and Godwin. Okay. No, you're right. If he can if he can withstand, if he can hold up and have the amounts that Winston had, like you just said, then yeah. yes, he's easily a top 10. Yeah. Easily. I think. So. Yeah. We'll see, though. Like I said, I, I think he's, I don't know. Does this hurt Evans? This, I don't think it hurts Godwin. No, if if no, anything, no. Godwin's no, they value both went increase. up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think big, the big time compared I to say. compared to the t- between the two, I would think that Godwin got more of a bump than Evans, just mm-hmm. because we all know that Brady likes to throw to the inside of the slot receivers, the oh ones that God, run yeah. those short routes, especially or now crossing routes. But you never know. Like you said, he hasn't had somebody on the outside since Randy Moss, and Randy Moss had a really good season when oh they played together. God. So. If Mike Evans can emulate that, Mike Evans is, uh, dude, top three wide receiver. I mean, br- real quick, I'm looking so, back. Brady was a, a QB 12. I mean, he was top 12 quarterback of fantasy when it, for a PPR with uh-huh. a six-point scoring system. Okay. So, yeah. I think, so, I mean. I think he's easily. Yeah. He can easily be a. T- so, yeah. more of the so, he might be like a top eight. I was going to say six. top seven. Yeah. It could be. Could he be a top seven? Because I think he could. So he's easily a top ten. Easily top right 10. now. Yeah. 
Man, that's that's uh, yeah. crazy, man. If he can pull that Before off. the draft, yeah. If they get a really good running back and some linemen in this draft, I oh, might pull man. back because I don't think they're going to make him. Swift or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because I don't think they'd that. make him throw the ball yeah. that much. Oh. So. Or Jonathan Taylor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my goodness. Or even Cam Akers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right, I'm gonna step. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Stefan Diggs, he got traded um, from the Vikings over to Buffalo. Um, <sighs> so, a couple of people here to talk about. As that far was as our boy last impact. year. But yeah, right. Oh my God, <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Uh, so, uh, Diggs, what do you think? Um, I think his value goes up. Does it go? Does his value go up through the roof? No, but I no, think it does it go above. up because yeah. he goes from a one B to a one A situation. Clear. I mean, period. Yeah, so, absolutely. But he is going away from one of the best accurate quarterbacks in the league to one of the worst accuracy quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I believe he was at 59%. And when I say he, I mean Dude, Josh he throws Allen. A, he throws that long ball. But though. his arm. Yeah, I know. And that's so, why his numbers are down. If, if he but, can just get his percentage up a bit, obviously they – went out and got digs and they they wanted to do that and hopefully that would help josh allen to go along with john brown and cole beasley yeah well two years ago stefan Diggs, 149 targets with 102 receptions yeah okay last year 94 targets 63 receptions mm-hmm. but he had 100 more receiving yards he had a couple monstrous games so 94 targets okay brown 115 beasley 109 Josh Allen's giving that ball to Diggs. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, Brown and Beasley, but that ball's going to Diggs, and Diggs, See, is, and getting, that's, and, Diggs is easily getting 120 and, targets. And I agreed. I feel like we're on the same boat. I don't I don't understand the perspective from people's views of – there's a lot of people saying his value went down. Because Why? Of, Why? Because How? Of, because of – hold on. Because of John Brown and Cole Beasley. And I'm thinking to myself, wh- what in the world – why would that even be a case in the matter? You're telling me yeah. John Brown and Cole Beasley are really going to hurt Stefan Dix's yeah, opportunity? No way. Reaching. No freaking way. Yeah. So, no. I, and especially they wouldn't trade if they didn't. If they, they didn't. Not only did right. they trade, well, they, yeah, gave no, they gave a up a lot. lot but I'm just saying. To get Diggs. compared to the Hopkins deal they did. That's what. Well, I mean. So that's what's so tough with <laughs> everyone unfair. trading. Yeah, that's what's that's unfair. But um, when I mean yeah. they gave up, what did they give up? Like they gave up a lot of picks, a lot of draft capital. I know that. It was hold on. It was they gave up a, a 2020 first round pick, a fifth round pick, and a sixth round, and also a 2021 fourth round pick. Yeah. And we gave up what for DeAndre Hopkins? Trash. I mean, I know. Anyways, oh, yeah. So I I, I like Stephon Diggs going to Buffalo. Yeah, me too. I just I think Josh Allen increases. I like Josh Allen think, a lot. I think Beasley and Brown go down. I think Josh Allen has a yeah, especially because of this deal. I think yeah. Josh Allen has a chance to be really good. Yeah, me too. In fantasy this year, um, Melvin Gordon going from the Chargers to Denver in a free uh, agency move for two years, sixteen mil. Um, thoughts on this one? Crappy. Yeah, crappy. Fantasy value, not good. Um, let's put him in a weird running back committee with Philip Lindsay. Um, this also affects Philip Lindsay in the worst way because <laughs> how it seems he would be either a 1B in a running back committee or just a running back two. Um, either way, he went from a starting role, and he had a decent year last year. Um, and yeah. so he he did. He now He's really good, might man. be RB2, so I'm confused on this one, but... <sighs> 
he, hey, I don't know. Philip Lindsay's a talented back. He's just not the workhorse back. So I mean, that was it's pretty obvious. I mean, I'm just Royce wondering, Freeman, do you think though, these guys do like a? Yeah, I know. Do you think Melvin and him do like a? 15 10 split. I feel like it's going to be another like every game. Are we doing like 10 15 or like <laughs> Delvin 7 10? Gordon went from Austin Eckler to Philip Lindsay. So I I feel like it's going to be the same scenario, but I do obviously think Melvin's going to get the more of the workload because Denver went out and paid this man for 2 years at right. 8 million, so right. they're going to give him the ball, but definitely a 1A 1B situation for sure, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's going to suck. And that that's gonna hurt. It will hurt. Yeah. It, it definitely did hurt. Especially his now playing for it, the checkdown king and Philip Rivers, right? So. But and then you also have a stud at wide receiver in Cortland Sutton, and that mm-hmm. I feel like it definitely helped. And they're his drafting value. another. They're drafting a, yeah, a spe- receiver. It, and, yeah, that and they could first I mean, round. If they, get, I think they are. if they let go of Royce, man. Yeah, you I mean know. it's not outside of the realm. They they could go after another back. Will it? Go after Melvin's touches? No, 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 not at all. But never know. Yeah, late. I think not early. Yeah. All right. So sure. Todd, Todd Gurley, uh, free agency move from the Rams over to Atlanta. Thoughts on this one, Justin? I couldn't believe that you know, the Rams just released Todd like that, but they had to do it. They had to do it for the contract. I get that, but it's again, it's still it's kind basically of like, what the hmm. Cardinals were gonna do. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I. I I like Todd going to, to Atlanta. I mean, it, I, it's a feel-good story to me because you root for the guy because it it's insane that his knee is what it's yeah, you know, what it is the what shape it is. It's, right. it's in right now. So, But him to go back to where I mean, he played at Georgia, he's surrounded with a, a bunch of veteran talent and Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Youngtown, and Calvin Ridley, and their defense is getting better. So it's a good situation overall, winning in everything fantasy, though. Top 12 is a big question going around, but, I mean, you're the Atlanta Falcon fan. But to me, I like the deal for Todd. I really do, and I hope, I think he's going to do well in Atlanta. I really do. Yeah, I mean. It, he just has to hold up. Outside of being a fan, I think it's, a good, like you said, a good feel, good story for him uh, being able to come back. It just just sucks, anytime you get man. a new, kind of like a new environment to be around. And he mentioned, and a lot of articles have been written about it where he's talking with Julio about trying to get back to Atlanta to play for them while he was a free agent when he got released. So clearly had a desire to play there. The one year is a little skeptical to me. I know it's a prove it contract. Obviously he's Mm -hmm. still getting money from LA for dropping him at, you know, randomly. Um, But ultimately his fantasy value, I think goes up because of the offense he went into and the offensive line, the, Rams all of a sudden just had a they were they ranked thirty first. They weren't featuring them. So at they all. weren't very good uh, at all. And the his running style it doesn't fit their offense anymore. Just doesn't. Whereas Atlanta, he can he meshes perfect. So and they don't rely on the run as much as I think the Rams do to set up what their passing game does. Well, they also just stopped pa- passing him the ball out of the backfield in right. Todd. Yeah, I mean, I, that's they, why I think they completely their offense just not... wiped it off. Like yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, Robbie Anderson from the Jets over to Carolina in free agency. Is this? this hurts him big yeah. time. Yeah, I feel like I this don't, hurts him. He, this was the a money. lot of people are saying it helps him, though. This Did was you, have you seen sign. that? Have you seen a couple yeah, of people mentioning it helps and I, him? And I don't understand it at all. I really don't. I, I get that he's a burner. I, I do. I, I understand it. I've been hearing it. We all have for the past two or three years now that this guy is But they already had a few burners. And that's my point. I mean, you have Curtis Salmon, who's already a burner. 
But apparently what I'm hearing also, and I hate saying what I'm hearing, um, but I guess I can say what I'm reading is Matt Rule doesn't really like Curtis Samuel and he might be up for a trade. No so I don't, I don't really understand that at all. DJ Moore, I, his value stays put. The yeah, he's going to pop off. It doesn't yeah. hurt him. Um, but this deal screams Robbie. Just he went. He he wanted the money. Yeah, he oh, wanted yeah. the money yeah, strictly. Absolutely. I agree because with you. Because this isn't ideal for him at all. Yeah, I agree why with, would you? Like, no, I agree with everything. You said. No, yeah. dude. Um, Austin Hooper moving from Atlanta to Cleveland. This in a free agency was move. crazy. Uh, you know. I, Based off of, or sorry, Cleveland's offense and the offseason coaching moves that they made, I'm kind of confused by this one. Um, his I mean, fantasy value, though, I think goes down. And the only reason I say that is because Atlanta is known with working in the tight end in their offense. And but, it goes from a dirt cutter offense to... Kevin Stefanski's offense, which is basically what he uh, from Minnesota. I mean, they featured the tight ends, the but red, especially in the red zone. Yeah, in the so, red zone. That's but what, other than we've that, we've had that conversation. Right. I think his, I think his touchdowns may even go up, but his targets, he's not getting ninety-five no. to one hundred. Not when he plays especially with Landry has, and Beckham. Well, and then everyone's forgetting David Njoku. The dude is he's good, right? And he they have backs, the Nick Chubb right and now. Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt had a great season yes, to end the year last year, I and just, he dipped into Chubb's workload so that's a conversation for another day uh but again i think there's just more there's pieces in atlanta and atlanta had a lot of pieces too and that's why a lot of people are arguing but they weren't odell and landry no like julio he's humble he doesn't mind if he just gets yeah he doesn't target whining complaining unless yeah, so you're not paying him what he's valued in and matt ryan's a him. veteran and he can uh, he can control his locker room mayfield's not yeah. that dude yet so that's yeah, I don't it's think this helps opposite. his value at all. Um, but again, I think he could be a sneaky red zone tight end. Absolutely. Uh, he, oh, he, honestly, would I be surprised week by week if you see him have a stat line of four catches, thirty yards, and a touchdown, a touchdown or two? No. Would you take that though from a tight end position? Absolutely not. Unless I'm, unless I'm just drafting real. You wouldn't like forty. You wouldn't like four catches for thirty yards and at least a touchdown a week. No, because the weeks where I he mean, doesn't score, you're getting like two catches for 13 yards or right. three catches for so 40 yards, and you're not. How many that. tight ends in this league are consistent enough that they put up those numbers? That's that's my point. There's maybe three, and the rest are basically oh, well, like that no, stat the three line. Can, mm, I I would argue at least five. Some more over Six. under. Yeah, but my point is that it really I would take that because there's just if. Outside uh, of the the yeah. three or four that were okay, you stating. take that, but it, but Hooper was better than that last year, so his value goes down. Hooper was better than that last year. Well, you can look at his stats; he averaged better than that last year per game. Do you think he's a top ten tight end? Hooper? Well, last year statistically is what he was. Do I think he will be in Cleveland? Yes, but definitely the bottom end, not the not the middle. So not top seven? No, he'll be huh. eight eight nine or ten. He'll be in that range. Bet on that one. Well, okay. Uh, Philip Rivers going over from the Chargers Ugh. to the Colts and free agency. Um, fancy value for him, I think, goes down. Obviously, just the weapons. Keenan Allen, he's amazing. That offense is. Uh, yeah, the Colts. The Colts have a great offensive line, and that's one thing I will give credit to him as far as protecting himself because because <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't he getting found, that. Yeah, in he found the LA. line to do that. So um, check mark there. We'll have to see what they do in the draft because they traded away their first pick for DeForest Buckner, which I'm totally not against. 
um, because they need I help on the defensive line. Dude. They're trying to make a run, which kudos. Dude's um, a monster. But I think they're going to find a wide receiver in the draft to help Hilton and hopefully Paris Campbell can get healthy and they can do something with that offense. I mean, I just like to see Rivers. He's still trying to ball out, and then he reunites oh, dude, with Frank I love Wright Rivers. and his offensive coordinator over there. So, I, and obviously, huge, huge check mark on the offensive line because, my goodness, he was not getting that in L.A. last year. So, do, do you think they can make a run? Because Colts? Rivers, yeah. Rivers yeah. Yeah. Yeah, has, has... I mean, they're a, in the AFC, so that's tough. He but. has a long resume of just not showing up in the playoffs, and but he's ran into the Patriots, and we all know how they... That's what I'm saying. He stayed in the years. AFC, so that's tough. I really I was rooting that he would end up in the NFC somehow, maybe in Carolina, just because it... I mean, maybe not Carolina, because, God, that division is just packed with yeah. quarterbacks. Um, but somewhere in the NFC, just because... He's just been tortured by the AFC, but now Brady's in the NFC, so maybe it's just good for him to be in the AFC. Um, Colts, it's a great situation. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I think it's in the division that he's in, I think it's a clear lock for a playoff. You think so? Yeah. Right, that's a conversation. I, I just love their offensive line. You know me. If you have a good offensive line, I, oh, me too. I'm almost right I'm you off as a playoff. About team, it. So. Um, when you're in the playoffs, you have a good offensive line. Period. Right, right. It's so, very rare when you're not there with the bad ones. So. Hayden Hurst being traded to Atlanta from Baltimore um, right after that Hooper thing broke through. Um, so Atlanta giving up a second rounder and I think a fifth for Hayden and a fourth um, or something like that. But a lot of people I love the second deal. rounder. Yeah. Um, it, you know, a lot of people, like you said, love this deal, and a lot of people also hate this deal. Just from the sense that Atlanta gave up a second round pick. Which they acquired from getting Sanu, but traded over to New Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and then a lot of people argue that Mark Andrews was a Mark Andrews was a first round pick and then he got kind of jumped over by him. But I think Mark Andrews is a talented tight end. He was one of the most he was one of the best all time tight ends in college football history. Right. A lot so of people that's forgot. What I just think that Hayden Hurst is in a, it was a, in a crowded, crowded room. room. Yeah. So yeah. Crowded room. I think with Hooper's departure Atlanta clearly has some targets to go to that position will he get all 95 because no like the stats everyone's been pulling Hurst has only seen 39 i think targets completely or total in his entire career so far two years so with todd Gurley, can he handle that i don't know um but fantasy value obviously from where he sat last year (laughs) he's he's like the number one trending as far as like spike he goes from a tight end i don't like a 20 to a Possible top ten. Um, to me, I think he's going to be a top six, but I know a lot of people, yeah, are me like included. that. They gave me that reaction, but um, I just think with Vahim, he's he has top a chance. 10, yeah. He's super athletic. He's tall and big, and he can well, block. For sure. and, like like I said, this dude is a first round pick for a reason. He just right. it. They just can't stop drafting tight ends over there. Yeah, they so don't I, tight ends. but uh, essentially, he's going into a. a better offense yeah he's going into a productive system when it, so better offense no because i can't say better offense because baltimore's offense balled the hell out no but just a team that just, doesn't run the ball as much as baltimore exactly does. Baltimore that's runs my the point ball yes, so thank much you. thank you so. it's a better situation for him in his position so obviously from where he was like you said his fantasy value just shoots through the roof right um i just I don't know. I with with Targley being there because I really do think Targley is going to have a great year, at least this first year because I think he's going to be there for a couple. But anyways, and then also Calvin really to me, and that's not because I made a deal. 
and got him in my dynasty in our dynasty league. But I really do feel like Calvin Ridley will start to take over that wide receiver one from Julio. And I don't like saying that because you I Not love yet. Julio and I Not know you yet. adore him. It's too and early. He's like your fits I mean he's basically too what early, Fitz dude. is to me, but it and I and a lot of people are still saying that. I just feel like this might be the start of it. I really uh, I do. think I think he's a fourth year, fifth year. So my point is, he's gonna, they're going to be throwing a Ridley and Julio, and yeah. now you got Todd. So, but I we've just, we've man. always featured all. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's there's in a order lot for him to be there. that top six, I feel like touchdowns have. Hey man, to be that there Laquan Treadwell pickup is kind of sneaky that too. too. I <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, I man. don't know, man. First time to have first or first time a whole offense at all first rounders. That's a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. You guys have which, by the way, I saw something about that where not only like from the wide receiver position or like sexy positions like running back, quarterback, whatever. Like offensive line in defense. No, it's defense. the entire team. Yeah, you or guys it's the entire have like, offense. Like a let, like ten or the like, entire offense is, is a all first, first round, round pick. Yeah, that is That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yeah, all first round picks. Sh- I thought when it was they were 10. drafted. It's nope. all well, it, it was ten until Laquan. Oh god. He makes it. He makes it eleven once you throw him in wide receiver oh, three spot. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's nasty. <laughs> but that's a whole lot of talent you got to try to put on the field at once and a lot of them are new so yeah. eh, there's a lot of learning curve so it's an all-star yeah. team basically it's a good start mm-hmm. um emmanuel sanders going from san fran to the uh, new orleans saints and this, this is kind of an interesting one uh he mentioned that he wanted to go there but i Dude, I thought for sure he was going somewhere else, but I, a lot of people thought he was going to stay in San Fran for me too. Year. So the the fantasy value here, I mean, we I agree it both up. goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just because Drew Brees and that offense, Listen, and they needed they needed somebody to help. Salivating over right. this type of receiver, will they hold up? Is the question because he's like thirty three, right? But, but the dude is just he still is a fantastic route runner. So he's a, he's someone to watch, and he's going to be eyes on. Hopefully, doesn't get too kind of talked up, um, but I think he's going to be like a mid round steal in the draft. Like he'd be a good fifth, sixth, seventh round pick. He'd be a solid RV or wide receiver three. I think. Oh wow, yeah, solid wide receiver three. He might be even a good wide receiver two, just because he's going to be the wide I'm receiver two. And, with a low wide receiver two, obviously, but oh yeah, he's not going to be top. Just given that for where he is now, that's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. And then Eric Ebron going from the Colts to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in free agency. I think this would um, probably – I don't – dude, mm. I'm stagnant on it, I guess. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, too big of a fan. I think no. he gets an upgrade at the quarterback position. The offense kind of similar. Not – kind of. He's – he's he's but he's one so, B option, I mean, yeah, or one A or one B, whatever you want to call it. I mean, he's going to. I mean, the so did Indy, Indy had, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know about this one. I don't know <laughs> how I feel about it, but I just think he's kind of stagnant. I mean, if he can, but I had to mention it. That one fourteen touchdown year, then, but yeah, I, no. And then Jimmy Graham, um, <laughs> dude, this guy's just jumping in the same divisions all the time. So uh, Green Bay to the <laughs> Chicago Bears. 
He can't run anymore. Stop it. I don't get this move. Stop it, guys. Um, I don't think even the team necessarily hurts his value as much as I just think he's just getting old. That's what I'm saying. Um, so it's been a, he just uh, shows up the team still. Goes like, down. <laughs> I wouldn't draft him this is at my all. Film from Breeze days. I would stay away from him. He's gonna be a waiver Wait. wire guy. What are you? And then a couple of tags that a couple of players that got tagged um, by their teams: Derrick Henry and AJ Green. And I think as we record right now, I think Dak Prescott is still franchise tagged. Making I believe twenty six million off that tag. Derrick Henry, as far as fantasy value goes, obviously didn't move. Um, but being on a contract year, I think his value goes up a little bit. From a dynasty perspective, I'm selling him, and I'm only selling him because I don't know what's going to happen to him. And if he ends up on the wrong team, when he ends up behind somebody or in a committee, he's never going to be what he is now. What you could get for him trading him this year, because what you get can get for trading him this year. There's a whole lot. You definitely have to be in the position. Like, your team has to be in the position yeah. of winning now. If, right. If you think your team is in winning mode, obviously you're not going to deal them. But uh, this is a good time to sell them. If you, yeah, if you I think it's a good time to sell them. And then AJ Green, I'm kind of on the – I don't really know. What do you think about this one? Essentially, he took a year off. So uh, – from a dynasty perspective or from just overall? Overall? Guess, yeah. I mean, I, I, both. I, I feel like he's going to be AJ Green still. I really do. Um, Again, the question is, can he hold up? Can his feet just freaking hold up or his toe? Or, it's just the same right. old injury with him. If he can hold up, I feel like he's a solid wide so my receiver question too. Is, it's okay, so wide receiver too. Yeah, I would say he's a solid wide receiver too if he can okay. stay healthy. So you're not drafting him as a, your wide receiver one. Anymore. No, like, oh no, no. I mean, I don't no, think no, no. I don't feel like a lot of people did that last year either. But no. they were pretty confident. Oh no, that he'd he be was, back. He was uh like he was a low or he was a high end wide receiver too. Yeah. Some. Yeah, and, I know because some, they thought he would come back after a few games. Yeah. And it just no. Never, never nope. Field at all. Nope. If and he's then, fully healthy, man, he's a he's a great wide receiver too. And then Dak Prescott, I don't really. As far as, because we can just kind of tie Amari Cooper's deal into this, they didn't really make too many moves to help him out. So, and Travis Fredrickson randomly retiring That's gonna didn't help them at him. all. So, even though he's kind of been falling off a bit since the injury well, a couple years ago. But yeah, but still, still, out of nowhere, they're going to put a rookie down there. Uh, and I don't yeah. think that helps. So, I, but I would say stagnant. It doesn't help. I would say stagnant. I would I would say, as, I don't know. Michael Just Gallup to, is yeah. talented. Michael so Gallup is yeah, he's if, very talented. If, if Cooper, but that line is it's like slowly starting to crumble here. Yeah. So they got to figure that out. Yeah, that's tough. I and don't then, know. That's yeah. a, that's a tough call right now for so. me with with Prescott. And the last one, Ryan Tannehill being extended to, with the Titans. Um, this was a shocker considering that I, I was so. Jeez. So confident that Brady would have ended up in Tennessee. Just I was so elate that it was gonna happen um, with Abril, but Shit. nope. So me too. They just <laughs> so do you do you think Ryan Hill or Ryan Tannehill's value in fantasy? I guess in both form, formats. Um, do, I, do you think it increases at all? Decreases and stays uh, the same. Meaning it stays put. Uh, since he's think, staying put. I feel like yeah. he has a chance to be a. Top 12. Top 12? Yep. Okay. Top 8? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, so as far as this year goes, uh, yeah, he's he's top 12. Um, no doubt. Uh, from a dynasty so perspective, I would, take a, I would take a small risk. I would, or take, small, I would take a small chance. Not risk. Because A.J. Brown. Risk. 
Yeah, small chance. Because here's the thing. If they now that they extended him to a, a good contract, they're gonna well hopefully they would put some pieces around him. And if they do that, he might actually stand a chance at being somewhat decent because that offensive line of theirs is great. Yeah, losing Jack Cochlin is gonna hurt a little bit, but overall but, I feel Yeah, like they have a great line. They gotta let him, they gotta let him rip because first and foremost, they're a running team. Right. So if they're going to win a football game and only have 10 passing attempts, they're perfectly fine with that. And, and from that's a the other fantasy thing. Yep. perspective, that's horrible. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It, at least because of Henry, you never know. So, it, yeah. It, in the long run, it might be worth it just to put a few chips in on Ryan Tannehill. But for this year, no more than a top 12, no. I don't think. I don't think he kind of – I think top 12 would be his best performance. So you don't think top the eight? Of the year. No, unless for some reason that offense changed, like you mentioned, and they all of a sudden just start passing the ball. But they run so much, I wouldn't see that. And they successfully do it, so kudos. And that's what you should do. Have a big year. Yeah. And AJ Brown would have to, you know, AJ Brown would have to have a bigger year. Oh man, (laughs) he can. Which would be pretty good for him. Yeah. So, but I I can. Four years, one hundred eighteen million dollars, sixty-two million dollars guaranteed. What a Time to be a quarterback. Yep. So that that pretty much wraps it up My for goodness. the fantasy. Uh, from that perspective, for free agency so far, I mean, we are recording. It's four eight. Um, so this is you know a little bit early in the month, but we've got the draft about what fifteen days away from today. Yeah, maybe Friday? if it happens, yeah, it's, it's gonna it's, happen. It's a week from tomorrow. Or, they've already the told. Night, so it, yeah, it's gonna fifteen happen. days. So it's. That's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah. Watch that all. It is gonna be cool. Fully virtual. Cool. And Next out. week we are gonna go over ideal situations for the rookies coming into the draft and the experts kind of top ten and who you should look for as far as dynasty drafts. Um, for you know redraft leagues, most of these guys aren't gonna be in the top picks, but also worth noting where they might land and what's the best you know opportunity for them to succeed in fantasy at least in their first year, right. and then. We might try to get into some mock draft for the first round just with trades. It, it's always a little bit more difficult with the trades, but we want to try because we think a few of them are just a little obvious at this point, but we could be wrong. But that's always fun to do. We want to bring that to you guys. And then um, we also might open it up on Anchor, if you download the app, to participate in the draft and kind of give us on where you think a player might go. Um, and then we can answer back and have you on the show, put you on the episode. So, yeah, we can take those clips and answer them, um, which is really cool. So we uh, kind of promote you guys to do that. And instead of following us on everything else, you can go ahead and follow us on Anchor now. And that has all of our links and platforms, especially Instagram. Which is another, like, on the point of you can add clips or questions. If you guys have any questions as far as also, like, if your personal team, if like, say I'm a Cardinal fan, and I wanted to see what you feel like. How, what do you think the Cardinals are going to draft? If you have any questions like that, also feel free. So if you yeah. if you're a Panther fan, if you want to know, hey man, what do you think Carolina is going to do at seven? Feel free to ask right. us, and we'll be we'll be here to answer that to best of our abilities as far as from our mock drafts. Yeah, because so. the best part again, what you can do is just download that Anchor app, visit our page, and then sponsor. And then on um, on our Instagram page, you'll find a link in our bio that allows you to just you know straight record a message from your phone it's awesome and we'll get it 
It's so awesome. Be sure to do that this year. And Super easy. Kind of test it out and see what we can do with it. Um, but again, as always, thank you for listening to another episode of the Fields of Football podcast. Season two. Season two. Yeah, we're excited. So hopefully we can get the video stuff set up. But if not, that's great. more so, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. Until next time, see you later. See ya.